Hello and thanks for listening to the Goals Allowed podcast uh, with myself, Anthony Kendrick. I am joined for, by Richard Hudson. Good evening. Hello. Premier League season's over, so we've got our uh, teams of the season. Um, what we've done historically on this show is uh, we've we've made a rule of only one player allowed to be selected per team. Um, obviously, if it were done last year, I think we I think we said between us we'd have picked about eight Liverpool players. Um, but this year. Uh, Obviously, with City winning the league, I think I think if we didn't have this rule in place, you'd have you'd have at least four. Well, for me, I think I'd have at least four City players in there off the top of my yeah, head. I think I think um, I don't think it's as strong for one individual team this year. I think there's been a lot of good individual performances um, from mm. lots of players through the league this year. And you know, I don't think. Um, one team particularly, I know City obviously went on and won the league by a bit of a canter, but um, yeah, you look at individuals from other teams. I, I think would were excellent, um, and it was it was a very hard team to pick this year. I think I struggled with this much more than I have in previous years. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I've I've chopped and changed mine a little bit. Um, and, There's certainly yeah. players that I've like I've I've missed out and I'm thinking like how could I have missed that player out? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um well, I suppose we should start with goalkeepers. Uh, just just to say I have picked a four three three. have you Uh yes, I've also done four three three. Alright, that's that makes things easier then to compare uh, compare teams. Um so uh I've gone for Emmy Martinez in goal. Uh, Aston so, so have I. Ah, and that, that's a hard one to pick because um, by picking Martinez in goal for Villa, it means we're making, missing out Jack Grealish. Yeah. And that was a hard one to not have in the team. Yeah. Well, initially I wrote down about 25, 30 players and, and Grealish and Martinez were on mine. And uh, yeah, I agree. But Martinez has been really good. He's... he's uh, I think he's got the best shots to saves ratio of anyone in the league. Um, you know, you could have picked maybe Edison, who's had a great season, but then you're not picking a city player, one of the other city players. Um, Nick Pope as well was on my was on my uh, longer list as well. I considered him because I thought he'd had a strong season at Burnley. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't look past Martinez. Yeah, well, snap. We went the same. Shall we do centre backs? Okay. Yes. Um, first one up for me, uh, I went with the, my city player of this choice. Uh, been absolutely outstanding, obviously, Diaz. Yeah, uh, so my initial team didn't have Diaz on. Uh, I, I picked Foden instead, but then with him winning player of the season and all that, I thought it's, it's, you can't not have Diaz, so I put him in. I put him in because he's been brilliant and he's he's well he's been one of the key reasons why City have won the league. Um, partnering him, I've gone for Johnny Evans from Leicester. Um, I think I think he had a really strong season and I think the fact that Leicester ended up uh, finishing outside the Champions League places at the end, I think Johnny Evans being missing that injury was a big part of that. And I think I think Fafana's had a good season, but. For me, there's, there's tangible proof that him being missing from the Leicester side is has caused them to drop down the league. So that's that's why I went for Evans. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, the one I've picked is one that 
at the start of the season, you thought it'd be in his, his own team's side come the end of it. Uh, but since they changed their manager, um, I've gone for Rudiger, who I think has just been a, a, an awesome player come towards the, the second half of the season. He has. I, I, I agree with that. I think, I think he's a really good choice. Um, yeah, he, he, the fact he, he I, I read a stat after the Champions League final that Christensen, Rudiger, and um, who was the other one? Silver. Uh, Spilicueta. No, Spilicueta. Uh, sorry, Silver come off for Christensen. Yeah. Uh, but Christensen, Rudiger, and Spilicueta had seven uh, games combined uh, between them at the time Lampard was sacked. And they're the three who end up winning Chelsea the Champions League with their brilliant defensive effort. Um, it was really hard to pick the Chelsea player. I haven't gone for Rudiger, obviously I've picked Evans, but um, it was so difficult to pick a Chelsea player because they'd almost had two halves to the season and, you know, there were quite a few players that were out of favour under under Lampard that, you know, that came into favour. So, yeah, I didn't pick Rudiger despite this second half of the season being so strong. Um, yeah. Um, my Fullbacks, uh, I've gone for Luke Shaw because I think he's been United's best player this season. Um, well, you can make an argument for Bruno Fernandes, I know, but I just think he's been the best player in that position. <laughs> and, uh, and I've gone for Kufau, uh, because I think he's been amazing for West Ham. Uh, yeah, I think he's a really solid defensively, but he also, you know, gets forward and, um, you know the season West Ham have had. He's definitely got to be uh, got to be in there. Yeah, I, I, I too have also picked Kufel for West Ham, uh, but I think a lot of West Ham players are unlucky lucky to to not be in it. I, you know, start of the season, I, I think most people would have thought West Ham. You know, they would have been safe, but you'd have thought they'd have been in the you know the bottom five or six of the league. Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody thought. We'll be fighting it out for, yeah. With a few weeks left, they were in the Champions League, mm. so yeah, they had an absolutely outstanding season. Um, the one I've gone for is at left back is a bit left field. Uh, I've gone for Dallas from Leeds. <laughs> well, you can put him anywhere in the team at least, and he, um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, Dallas is. Uh, I can accept that he's had a he's had a good season. Um, yeah, well, he got play with the year for Leeds as well, which, um, you know, when you look at likes of what Bamford and, and such have done, uh, then uh, I think that says a lot about Dallas this season. Um, and it, it was one of them that, looking at the position that I've wanted for other teams and other players, it just sort of made sense to put him there. Mm-hmm. Um no, I get that. I get that. You saying he's player of the season also makes me feel a little bit better because I've not picked a Leeds player. So, you know, <laughs> it's not like there's somebody. Yeah, there's somebody I've forgotten. I did. I did. Uh, I did consider Bamford, but not very strongly. But uh, yeah, there's no Leeds player on my side. Um, defense. I've got. So I've got a defensive midfield, and I've got two more um, attacking midfielders in there. If you like, um, I've gone for Kante uh, because. Well, he's the best player in the league in that position, um, and he just he just covers every blade of grass. And uh, I, I think I think it's partly because I've, I've picked two more attacking players, and if there was anyone who could sit behind two attacking midfielders and, and do the job, it's him. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I get that. Um, 
Who was it that said it about Kante a couple of years ago that, yeah, if, if you wanted ever a player to to be like 11 on the pitch, you'd be Kante. I don't, yeah, he's, he's just phenomenal. And at the start of the season and, and sort of like last season, there was, you know, there was sort of a few doubts creeping in that was he the silver yeah. the player he had been. He didn't look as great, but I think that was, you know, it's looking like it was down to Lampard being in charge more than anything. And he, another player that, as soon as Lampard left, he, he looked at a different player again. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he didn't make my team because of went with Rudiger in the, the, the centre-back role. Um, I've gone with two sort of... Uh, I've got one with one attacking mid and two sort of more central midfielders. Um, okay. A Leicester player, a bit to know, is Telemans, who I, I love as a player. I just love seeing him on the ball. Um what a goal to win the, the FA Cup final as well. True. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, Telemans was on my list. He's, he's had a really good season. He's stepped up and, uh, yeah. He, it, he's a player that, you know, no, no disservice at all to Leicester because Leicester are deservedly a big club now. Um, the, the way they scout players is, is unbelievable. They're, they're just constantly somehow picking up these players. But, you know, 20, 30 million that the other, you know, bigger clubs are, are not going in for. And they're turning them into world stars. Oh, you can see. You know, consistently, every single season, they're bringing these players through. Um, so, absolute credit to Leicester. Um, but the thing Tillemans, with- I think, at some point in the next one or two years, is on for a big move. Well, that's it. You can easily see them getting 70, 75 million for him. Like, you know, you think of Maguire money and you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be surprised or think that's silly money. That's just the going rate for the, a player of his class. He's just, uh, he's, he's full of energy. He's got great skill. He's smart. He's, he's exactly what any big team would want in their midfield, you know, especially as a two. Yeah. Um, he gets his head up. Yeah. With- you know, that, that, that's a big thing. You know, he, he reads the game so well. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's one of them players that is, he's thinking of two steps ahead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, who, who's alongside Telemans for you then? Uh, well, I've gone for one that in the, the podcast that we've just had about, uh, the England game that, uh, certainly should have been on the plane. I've, I've gone for Ward Prowse, who is the only outfield player to have played every game for the last two seasons mm. uh, across the leagues. Um, yeah, I, I think he's, absolutely, he's quality. And um, I, f- I think he's one of those players that if he played for a top four club, there, there would have been no question whatsoever of him being in the England squad. Well, forget the squad. He'd be in the first 11, wouldn't he, if he was playing yeah. for... Uh... Say at Chelsea or wherever, yeah, you're right, yeah. No, I, 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 I take your point, and uh, he, he was someone I considered. There wasn't really anyone else from Southampton who, uh, who you know, is in the conversation really. But yeah, um, I, I just wanted to pick a couple of players who, um, more attacking players who, who I've been really excited by, and I, I've really enjoyed watching maybe rather than than being the most. Outright talented, maybe. And, and this is the art now because you've already had your Chelsea players, and you don't. You're not a big fan of Mason Mount. You've already had your City player, so it can't be Foden or, or De Bruyne. Um, 
you've already had your Villa player, so it can't be Grealish. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, okay, I'll, I'll, I will reveal. Um, so, my wild card a few podcasts ago was um, was Eze from Crystal Palace uh, for the England squad, and he was initially called up to the England squad. I got laughed at for it, but he was called up and then got a horrific injury. So, I feel slightly vindicated, um, but. I just absolutely love watching him play. I just think he, he gets the ball, he runs for it. He, he just, he's always looking positive. He, he's always, he, he can run at players, he can pass it. And I, I'm, I'm confident Eze will get a move to one of the top teams. Maybe, maybe Leicester, I don't know, but he, he's definitely going to be, you know, uh, I, I hope his injury comes back from that. But uh, I think had it not been for that, he'd have definitely got an, an opportunity to prove himself at one of the top sides. So yeah, I went for Eze from Palace. Um, my other one uh, is Matthias Pereira from West Brom who West Brom have been dire all season but he's just he, he just seems to be that player who gets his head up and tries to create something out of nothing um, and well he is creating something out of nothing because the rest of the side aren't creating anything um, you know he scored a fair few goals for that crap team and uh, and I hope he stays in the Premier League I hope he gets another opportunity with somebody else he was great in the Championship for West Brom but I just I just hope he gets another opportunity in the Premier League with, with somebody else maybe a promoted side or something um, so yeah they're my two choices and they're probably my craziest uh, two uh, yeah. you don't like them do you? you take around <laughs> uh, my attacking midfielder I'm going to say is a bit better <laughs> than your choices there. Okay. Uh, I, I've gone with Bruno. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't think there's many other words to, to yeah, to, to describe him. He's, you know, he's talismanic for United. It, you know, he's the, the catalyst to hopefully United turning the corner. Um, although he's not the captain in, in name, he is really on the pitch when mm. you see him on there. Um, you know, a couple of times you could perhaps throw against him. He's gone missing in big games. Mm. Um, but, you know, everything that happens at United is based around him. So, OK, well, some people would comment and call him uh, Penandes and say he just scores penalties and against, uh, you know, your Fulhams and West Broms. Uh, but, you, well, I, I assume you don't agree with that. Um I think he, if you take out the penalties for he, that he scored for United, I think he still scored the most goals for any midfielder in the league. Mm. Yeah. Um, and assist-wise, you know, was it only Kane that bettered him? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah, I, I'm throwing that back on. <laughs> all right. All right. No, that's fair enough. I personally, I personally think Bruno's a very good choice. Um like I say, I picked Luke Shaw, so I, I couldn't have Bruno Fernandes, but he did. He was on my. Like I say, I did. I, I initially wrote down when I when I when we decided when we did this. So I initially wrote down about twenty five, thirty names, and Bruno Fernandes was on there. Um, if, if you were going to pick, you know, which which players in the Premier League are world class, he would be one of the ones in the mix. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. M- my argument is though for. I think I think Crystal Palace would have been relegated without Eze, and I think West Brom would have been even further down without Matthias Pereira. There's not yeah, much. Would United have been second without 
know? Well, that that that's what I was going to say, and uh, initially I thought not, but now you think about, now I really think about it. Yeah, they'd have been United would have been in a much worse position without Brent. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I need to think of another left back. <laughs> Decide which of those two to get rid of. Um, I know, but, but Luke Shaw had, you know, he has had an absolutely outstanding season. From what he looked like, um, you know, 12 months ago, he, you know, he's potentially up there now as the, the best left back in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he, since they bought um, in, can't think of his name now, from Alex Tellers. Yeah, te- since he brought in Tellers, everybody thought was going to be taking that left back spot. He was, you know, a more attacking fullback than Luke Shaw was. Um, Luke Shaw suddenly turned into Roberto Carlos. It's amazing what a bit of competition can do, isn't it, uh, in the squad? Um, yeah. Um, all so right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to assume that we've got two the same and the third is a bit more debatable. Uh, so I'll put Mo Salah in mine. Yep, so that. Okay. Uh, Harry Kane? Yep. Okay. Uh, you, you, you've got to have Kane in there. Um, well, the fact is for us. I do not understand how Harry Kane has not been player of the year this season. <sighs> it, 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 it's tough, isn't it? Because where Tottenham finished seventh in the league, he, he was spectacular at the first half, but I think, I think you've got to think about when when the people vote, when, when it's voted on, which is around sort of April-ish time, and at that point, Diaz was bossing at City were on that ridiculous run, which, you know, was kick-started by the Chelsea game, and just, they just sort of went on from there and won everything, whereas Spurs were poor in the sort of second half of the season. I, 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 I understand it with Diaz winning, um, was he, did he win the PFA one? Yeah. And, and then, was it he, did he win the PFA and then De Bruyne won the F, um the writers won. Was it always the way around? De Bruyne won the one that was announced a couple of weeks ago. And Diaz won this week. I can't remember which. Either way, anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, we all know De Bruyne is one of the best players in the world. There's no has you know question on that. I, and you know, he won it the year before. I don't think he's been as instrumental this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out for a fair while. Um, you know, on his days, he's amazing, but it was more about the whole of the team for for City than it was about him being an individual. Whilst Kane for Spurs this season, if they didn't have had Kane this season, they'd have been bottom half. Yeah, I think with he, City, he was top scorer and he was top assists, and still didn't win anything for that. Yeah. Oh no, Kane's in the side. There's no question. I think just going back to your city, talking about City though, I think De Bruyne. I I don't understand how he got Player of the Year. I think I think the problem the problem with Man City, as my fantasy football team can testify, is that they've got they've not got an eleven. They've got about twenty odd players, twenty two players who are all really good in the amount of rotation. It makes it hard for anyone to stand out. You know, um, well Foden. I, I, I had Foden in my first draft of my team. I, I so nearly put him in, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, I just I just can't see how De Bruyne wins Player of the Season um, based on this season. I think it's maybe a lot of people just saying, "Well, who's the best player? Let's just chuck it. Let's just select that." Right? You know, like the the default Ronaldo Messi winning Ballon d'Or when 
they've not always deserved it based on that particular year. Yeah, I, I would go with that. Um, um, Salah, I, I I don't like Mo Salah. I don't like Liverpool. I freely admit that. I, apo- oh, well, I don't apologise to Liverpool fans because I don't like Liverpool. Um, <laughs> but you can't argue against Mo Salah. In a, in a season when Liverpool have been shocking compared to previous ones, and yeah, they, they have had injury nightmares. Um, he's turned up. You know, he's he's been Liverpool's best player um, for years. He's always been the the argument that sort of Salah won the awards and Mane was actually the better of the two. Mane's not been great this year, uh, and and Salah has kept him, you know, put, put, you know, got him that Champions League spot really. Well, Mane's been awful this year. There's no way to put it. I know he scored, he scored on the final day, didn't he? He scored a couple of goals there, but. Prior to that, he was on the most dreadful run. It's such a, a fall from grace Mane's had. Um, but yeah, but Salah, second top scorer in the league, you know, could have, you know, was on potentially could have won it on the last day. Um, yeah, there's no real. You can't. I suppose you can't not have a you know top four. You've got to pick a player. You can't not have a Liverpool player in there, and you know, unless you're being uh, unless you're picking Trent or someone like that. I, yeah, Salah definitely makes it. I don't think Trent would be anywhere near the team this year. Well, he had a good first five games, then a good last five or six games. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I was sort of playing devil's advocate a little bit there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think. I can't think of another Liverpool player who you'd consider putting in. Maybe Allison, but not really. You, you can't. Robert. No. No. I, I can't think of any other Liverpool player. Fabinho, the push. Maybe, but then playing at centre half and. He's excellent in midfield, but yeah, I don't know. We're pushing it anyway. It's definitely Salah. The only player in the the league that could stand up to Kante for that role. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. If he played the whole season there, then maybe. But unfortunately, he was played out. But he did. He did all right at centre back. But yeah. Well, um, I think, I think uh, Fabinho when he moved back to that um, position was why then suddenly they went from that losing streak to 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 managing to get to the Champions League come the end, end of the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, right, left winger. Um, let's see if we agree. Um, I've gone for um, Bukayo Saka of Arsenal. I, I'm, I've just realised I've not even got an Arsenal player in my team. But that's pretty understandable, really. Um, I've, I've gone for, you know, it's a bit... Uh, Unbalanced on on where he he's playing there because uh, he is more of a, a striker. But I've gone Calvert Lewin. Okay, all right, yeah, Calvert Lewin had a solid season for Everton. Uh, particularly started really strong. Um, I just think Saka's been. Uh, well, I'm more looking at the team, the best player in the team, and where they'd be without them. And I I, I think he's he's you know he's so young. He's what is he 19 or something, and he's just. He's the best. He's been the best player. He's made things happen for Arsenal, and you really wonder where they'd have been without Saka. Um, I put in. I put in Foden at first. Um, I had Tarkovsky instead of Diaz at the back, and Foden on the left wing. But yeah, but because I've took Foden out, I've had to take Foden out. I've gone for Saka. Um, yeah, he could. Well, to be fair, he's certainly been the best player. I'd, I'd say for Arsenal. Um, but that's. Not hard 
this year. There's not been particularly that many. Mm. You know, as Arsenal fans I'll probably attest to that you know, that nobody's going to be buying the Arsenal best off DVD for this season, are they? Probably not, no. No. <laughs> you know, it's one to forget about and, and move on. Um The only other player I'd say for Arsenal, Tierney's had a good season. Um so maybe I could have put him in instead of Shaw and then I could have got Fernandez in and maybe I don't know. But yeah, other than that, it's been pretty dire. And, uh, and no Europe for them next season either. So you never know, that might help them, uh, not playing in the UEFA Conference League. Uh, yeah, let's put it Yeah, I thought I, I went for Calvert Lewin. I think, um, I, I think he's going to have an interesting season ahead of him now that, um, the manager's gone, gone to Real Madrid. Uh, but I, I like him. I, I think he's got a, a big future ahead of him. I don't think he's going to be at Everton much longer. I, I, I could see him. In a year's time, going to United, I, I think he's long-term wise. He, I think he could end up there. Yeah, P- possibly. I, I, I think he, he's one of them who might get a big move. He's, I don't know. He seems to like Everton and have a connection with them. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I remember Rooney had that. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming back at me. That's why I said it so hesitantly. <laughs> um, for balancing your team, though, you could play a four-four-two and put Bruno Fernandez left wing if you really wanted. Yeah. Scalzi role for England. Well, Kane sort of um, isn't a number nine anymore either, so he can sort of float. You know, uh, Kane and Salah can sort of float around a bit more and put Calvert Lewin through the middle. I'll tell you what, you wouldn't want to be a centre half with Calvert Lewin and Kane, uh, you know, just coming up for headers against you, would you? Uh, but yeah, okay. So just, just to summarise, my 11 is Emmy Martinez, Kufal, Diaz, Evans, Shaw, Kante, defensive midfield, Mathis Pereira and Eze in front, and then Salah, Kane and Saka as my front three. Front three. Uh, I've got Mar- Martinez, Kufal, Diaz, Rudiger, Dallas, uh, Tiedemann's World, Prowse, Fernandez, Carrot-Lewin, Kane and Salah. So I think we've got five we agreed on. Uh, started really well, and then certainly... Yeah, the thing is, is, I don't think either of us have picked any um, any ridiculous ones where we're like, how the how the hell have you picked him? You might think that about one of my attacking mids. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I, I don't look. At, I don't think of anyone in your side and think they're undeserved. Uh, no, I, think, I think they're two decent teams. And it, and for anyone listening, um, it's something I would certainly get a piece of pen pen and paper out and have a go at it because it is not easy at all when no. you've got the caveat of one player per team because you think of you want a player from a certain thing and then it's like but then it's like I've got to move players around and you know you got thinking positionally um, uh, uh, you know I how, think... how I missed out Jack Grealish I, d- I don't know yeah like to, to then Martinez deserved it and it was just like the tinkering around it you really do have to tinker with it to, to get it to work. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, you're right, that's a good advantage of this. And also, it gives more teams a mention, you know, some of the smaller teams where players have stood out, you know, like uh, like Pereira in my case, or, or Kufal maybe. I think I think it's a way of just stopping people picking De Bruyne and, say, Carl Walker, you know, sort of the default picks just because they play for a big team or, you you know, Someone like I'm sure Trent Alexander-Arnold's made some people's teams of the season under normal circumstances. It's 
it's a lot more fun doing it this way, I think, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, drop us a tweet or uh, let us know on Facebook or Instagram uh, what your teams of the season are. It is, it, like let's say, it's good fun to work it out and try and figure out a player per team. Much more challenging that way. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. Just search for us on Goals Allowed podcast on, on social media. Uh, it's goodbye from myself and goodbye from Richard Hudson. <laughs>